introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Find a way. Hey, 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 it's Christoph Wright of the Poet Life Podcast, and I am excited on today to have Keish the Lioness. How are you? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. How are you? I'm doing great as well, and I'm excited to have you on. Uh, it's been a little while. We've, we've been trying to make it happen. Yes, and, we uh, Indeed, indeed. <laughs> but it's finally happening, and uh, I think the information that we're able to um, present here on this episode will be well worth the wait. Absolutely. Poet Life is an organization of poets and artists who are dedicated to uplifting the poetry community and building the poetry industry. And honestly, one of the ways we do this is actually through our clothing line. All right. What better way to remind yourself that like this is a life I'm living than what you're wearing on your body. You know what I'm saying? Anytime you see yourself in the mirror, it's another reminder. Like this ain't a game for me. I'm not just a poet or an artist because I make art. It's because I live it, I breathe it, I walk it. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, jackets, beanies, backpack caps, the whole nine yards, we got that. Keep in mind, even if you don't identify as a poet, if you consider yourself an artist who expresses themselves through your words, you're a poet in my book. We got a whole variety of different colors, sizes. Y'all know this looks clean. Y'all know this looks clean. All right, so if you're interested, go to the link in the description below, poetlifegear.com. You'll see it in the description. Use the discount code YOUNGBLOOD to get a discount on your purchases. And for those of you who are content creators hoping to join an affiliate program like Poet Life, there's also a link in the description to do that. I invite y'all to become affiliates yourselves. Now back to the video. Indeed, indeed. So so we're going to start from the beginning, right? Okay. Um, well, let, let me share where, where I found you, right? Obviously, it was on Instagram. Okay. You know, we know a lot of the same people, right? We're in the okay in a lot of the same circles. Mm -hmm. um, but what you're doing is what really caught my eye. And that is the poetry party. Yes. 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 Can you tell me something about this poetry party real quick? Okay. So the poetry party is a, it's a platform. Um, it's, I, I, I don't call it the poetry open mic. I call it the poetry party because it really is like a party of art that happens every Wednesday here in Baltimore. Um, through the pandemic, we have sustained, so we went virtual for some time, but we're back live now, and it's a vibe. Like it really nice. is a vibe. Yeah. So it's a live event. Yes, it's a live That's event. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. So what we do is we um we 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 set it up open mic style. But we stream it, so we record it. We have I have partnered up with the product, a professional production team. We've collabed and we record the entire show. So now the artists can get professional footage of their performances, and we stream it on YouTube so people can watch and engage online. So it's pretty dope. Oh, I didn't know it was streamed live. Oh yeah, we stream it live on YouTube. So nice. um, we just wrapped up our first season. And um, this week coming, actually, we'll embark on to the second season. So for the, the first season, we stream live every Wednesday. So every Wednesday, you could log on to our YouTube and watch our show. Um, but moving into the second season, we'll actually only be streaming the last Wednesday of every month. But we'll still be streaming on YouTube. So so it's every Wednesday? Yes, every Wednesday. I know. I know. 
Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a you lot. have it's some lot. work on your hands. Absolutely. It's a lot. And it's, it's so we I started August, um, I believe it was August 24th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 2019. And then we've been going every Wednesday since. Wow. Every Wednesday since. All right. So this is good. This is good because <laughs> people do not understand the stress, the time, the effort, you know, the, sometimes the burden mm -hmm. um, to put something on regularly. I don't care if it's annually, yep. but for it to be weekly. Yeah. All right. So when you thought of the idea, well, so it, are you the founder? Are you the? Yeah, yeah, I'm the founder. Okay. I'm the founder. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you how we got here. Um, okay. I have been hosting in Baltimore for some years now. And I had a couple different open mics that I've been trying out around the city, finding different Black-owned establishments, bringing art there. And they were all relatively successful for a mm -hmm. new open mic host. And I did that for some time. And I started doing all kinds of events and just building up a network. And um, one day, um, and in the midst of that, like really building up a network. So like when people needed a, a host, they would call me like like that. So right. one day, um, uh, a friend of mine was like, they're looking for a host at this new restaurant on York Road. Um, I think you should check it out. So I go, I have a meeting and, and we, and I birthed a poetry party there, but so they were like, you know, we want to do a weekly. I had never done a weekly before. So I was like, a weekly event. I said, you know what? <laughs> I was thinking about my life and where I was. I was like, look, you either go on leak or, yeah. or, or what? So, um, I jumped into it the very first week it was a packed house and it was literally like, it's been packed ever since. Like we have a couple of light nights, um, but we've never had a week we've never missed a week or had a week where no one showed up to perform or to spectate. So it's just been a blessing and um, I'm grateful for it, but it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it yeah. A lot. Yeah. Cause I record these episodes weekly and I'm tired right now. I want to go upstairs and go to sleep. <laughs> it's a lot. You know what I mean? Um, um, and when I was doing fighting cancer with poetry, um, you know, I was doing, I think I was, I started off doing monthly, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously, you know, when you first start something, it's exciting, mm -hmm. you know, everybody shows up and then things start to just dwindle and they're like, well, you know, I've been to the last one. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'll catch it when I catch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, how have you been able to, um, I guess, keep things consistent and just keep the momentum high, if you will? I, I would say two, it's two things I would say. So the one thing that I, I, I value the most about the Poetry Party is every week there's constantly new people. So mm. we don't rely on the fans. Like we build fans and, and, and people come through and they love it. And but we always try to find like my whole thing is like and I always tell it which I tell my team, which is my second point, is I tell the team like there's millions of people in Baltimore, like literally like mm. thousands, like there's there's no such thing as another open mic competition. There's no such a thing as like there's so many people. So um, which leads me to my second thing is like I really um, am grateful for the fact that I have a team like um, mm. for seven months. 
the first seven months of the poetry party, I did it by myself. Um, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was awesome. Um, and I never asked for a team. I never hired. I never said, hey, I'm looking for a team. The team mm. was kind of like assembled. And gratefully, um, it's been literally a year that I worked with that team alongside with these artists and just producing dope. And so when the when we're all together, it's just constant new ideas, um, just checks and balances of each other so we can polish each other. So we not only are we always providing something new for people. So if you even if you came last week, you don't know what you're going to get this week. Like it could mm -hmm. be anything. So um, just staying sharp knowing that I don't know everything mm -hmm. um, and allowing myself to uh, receive ideas, opinions, um, surveys. We have surveys we give out where people can actually like get feedback. So um, just trying to do it in a way that I haven't seen it done at all. And it's been working. It's been working. Right. People love it. People love it. Like people love the poetry party. Mm -hmm. it's, it's awesome. Um, even last week I was away um, a week with family and I didn't really get a chance to promote. I was so worried about like, like, you know, I haven't done yeah. any of the work. I literally like all transparency, imagine not doing any of the work, right? None of it. Right. So I show up and it's still a sold out house. And I'm like, bro, like, wow. so I'm, I'm just, I'm really grateful for the momentum that we've created. I'm grateful for um, the team that, and not just um, my media team, but the, my production team as well. Because the videos and the footage that we've been able to provide these artists, they've gone viral. A lot of these artists have gone viral. Some of our posts of the artists have gone viral on our page. Right. So, and then all the things that we got coming in the future, like, because we're working on things to really develop artists. So um, how are we sustaining? We one consistency um, mm -hmm. and then collectively working together as a team. Um, and no matter who who's a part of it, to just continue making the art better. So you don't feel like just because you came last week, you shouldn't come like, no, instead I want a membership. How can I get, mm -hmm. how can I be a part of the poetry party? Like I want to be in this and that's the vibe and the energy we're trying to create. Ooh, you just said something. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you caught it, but uh, that membership piece, mm -hmm. that's oh, heavy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, 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 we can do that. I believe that we could be become that. When you have something like a weekly, especially if you're an artist and you want to be an artist, you're looking for a place to polish. You're looking for right. a place to grow. But then you also are looking for a place where you can get booked. You can get more opportunities where other people are coming looking for artists like you. So we want to be that platform. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. All right. So the team, right? Because I'm I'm totally familiar with doing it all by yourself, you know, and, and, um, you know, would love to have a team, you know, mm -hmm. but it, for me, um, I, I've never been keen to going out there and finding the, mm -hmm. the team, you know, I, 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 um, cause a lot of times when you do that, you get bodies, you know, you just get people, um, not, the right people, you know what I mean? And, and cause like when you throw a net out there, you, you get a lot of bad fish, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and when those folks join your team, you're like, okay, now it's an even bigger burden than I've had. I just might as well just do it myself. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but when you get the right people though. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so the right people are attracted to, the platform 
So, so, um, what type of people um, have come to you and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of this poetry party. How can I? How can I add value?" Absolutely. So, um, it's it's a great. It's funny that you even brought so many of these ideas up. So, for one, I just had a very similar conversation on my way to set up to this interview about that exact concept of like. Um, having a great team and the difference um, because the person was expressing to me how they wish they had a team similar to mine, such and such. And I was just like, yeah, hey, I don't have a problem, but I understand. Um, so as right now, as I said, we're moving into season two of the poetry party. So we, some of the members from let our previous season will move on with us. Some of them will move on to the next stages of their art career and we'll be inviting, you know, interns in. So, in the midst of us opening that and manifesting that and talking about that in our meetings, literally got a phone call from somebody who definitely has been um, not only a supportive of the platform, a part of the platform, really cares about art, but she's actually an entrepreneur. She's not even um, she's not even necessarily a poet per se. She's spoken, she's done poetry on our platform before, but she's like, look, I see what you guys are doing. She's telling me about me. You know what mm. I mean? Like, it was like, I'm sitting down, I'm interviewing her, and I'm like, you know, tell me why you want to be a part of the poetry party. And she's like, the poetry party does this for the community. I like the way you do this. I like the way you set up your organization. And so when a person can see those things, and I don't have to, like, express those things to you, and they can see value in that, it's immediate click for me. For me, it's like, okay, I can see that you'll be a good fit here. And sure. you can see what the poetry party can do for you. Because nice. ultimately... If you're going to be on the team, if you're even going to be affiliate, even if you just come to the poetry party to perform, even if you just come to spectate, you should expect something in return. Mm -hmm. And so when when you're coming, I want people to know what they're going to get out of it. How can right. we, how can we take your career, your yes. brand to the next level? So yes. that's what I'm yes. looking for. Someone who is like interested and really focused on not only just being attached to the brand because it looks good but also growing their individual brand as well. Yeah, no, it's that 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 component, that dynamic is so important. You want that person to not just be a follower. You exactly. want not you want another leader. Yes. That has no exactly. problem following. Exactly. And that's yeah. what I said, I need like someone who knows when to lead, knows when to take direction and is comfortable doing both. So, mm. That's good. That's good. Because, um, uh, like I said, you know, um, I I've been through some people, man, and, and, um, it's been a great journey, mm -hmm. but it's just been really hard finding the right people. Um, and when I do, I try to, I try my hardest to make sure that they understand that I'm not using them, you know, um, it's, it's, it's not all about the poet life right? and none about them. Right. Like I, I, I had somebody like call me boss or something like that. And I was like, no, that's no, that, I'm definitely not trying to be that to you. I'm trying to, I, I would rather you consider me as a partner right? because what you bring to the table um, it's very meaningful and adds a lot of value to what uh, we have going on already. So um, when I or the poet life shines, I want to make sure that they feel like their brand is shining as well. And if they don't have a brand, 
I want them to be inspired to build their own brand. Right. Because in turn, my brand looks even better because now I don't, I'm not just working with an individual. Exactly. I'm partnering with another brand. Exactly. You see what exactly. I'm saying? So, so they're like, oh, I, get wow. it. I get it. Yeah. I, mean, I get yeah. it. I get it wholeheartedly. So, I so I want, I want you to win. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want you to want more. And, and so, yeah, we're on the same page that that's kind of why I was like, Yo, I got to reach out to her. Cause like we're doing similar, similar things. And, um, I think I think we can connect like on a, on on that level. So uh, I'm excited to have you here. Uh, when did when did poetry come in for you? Um, so I used to write poetry when I was in middle school, just mm. like as a release. Um, it wasn't until well elementary school. It wasn't until I got to middle school that I realized that you could like share your poetry and read it mm. out loud. Someone had to tell me that. And then um, my very first performance was at the Blacks and Whites Museum. I was 11 years old. And um, yeah, it was awesome. And then I just been kind of going ever since. Um, After high school, I kind of took a real life break and was doing real life stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I've been been back at it um, for about six years now. So nice. Wow. For your first, you you came in high, like. Yeah, yeah. It was nice. awesome, and um, the the guy who got me the guy we, the gig the gig was my he was my teacher. He was the same teacher who told me like you know you should you know you can share your poetry like you can there's places you can. He set it up and he made it happen. So we're still cool yeah. to this day. So I'm really grateful because it really sparked my whole lane in poetry. Right, right. Where where is the poetry party? What venue are you using? So right now we are located at the garage. It's uh, six East Lafayette. It's um, basically just a blank canvas that we set up every Wednesday and make it dope. It's awesome. That's 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 great. Wow. Okay. I love Baltimore, man. When it comes to poetry. Yeah. Baltimore is just like it's another world when it comes to poetry. It's amazing. It's all family, yo. Like mm-hmm. it's, and it's clear, you know. Everybody, you know. I'm sure there's pockets, but like it seems like everybody pushes and supports everybody. Yep. You know, it really is. generally it really is like that. I'm sure there's exceptions, but overall, yeah. it's really love. Like when I found this underground art community, I was it was no turning back. No turning Man. back. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I can really appreciate the presentation that you present, you know, backdrop. um, uh, It's just clean, you know, and tell me about how you brokered the deal with the production company. How'd you make that happen? I'm so glad you asked that. So about in 2018, 2017, so 2018, um, I was at my kid's football game and I ran into this random guy who we both thought we knew each other. Neither one of us knew each other, but we told each other what we did. He's like, oh, I do this. I do that. And we just like exchange information. Random. So he actually introduced me to the production guy who I actually work with now. Then, And at that time, they were 
working with like DJ Reds and they were doing all this cool stuff. And I was just like, whoa. And they're like, we want, um, and they have this huge studio, all these lights and cameras, beautiful production place. And they're like, we want to have an open mic and we want you to host it. And I was like, you want me to host it? I was like, all right. right. And they was like, we want to shoot it like a series. We needed to change your clothes three times. It's going to be like a tape. And it was telling me all this stuff. They just had this whole vision for it. And so I hosted the open mic. We crushed it. It was amazing. Um, so we did it again. We did it like uh, a month later, same back to back dope events. And then something happened with the original connect guy. I'm not exactly mm -hmm. sure what happened with them. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward a couple years later, we stayed in contact, the production team and I, and, um, cause throughout the meetings, we would like talk about all these ideas we had. And he would always say, let me tell you in 2018, he was ahead of his time. He would say to me, he said, you can do this. He was, and I was, two years ago hosting. So I was hosting, but not like hosting, hosting. Right, right. So three years ago hosting at this point. So he's like, you can do this. He's like, um, we can stream these open mics. He was talking about streaming three years ago. He was talking about Netflix three years ago. He was talking about sponsorships and all this stuff three years ago. And we divine timing is everything. So here we are, fast forward now. A whole lot of life happened, a whole lot of experience happened. We got the perfect venue. We have the perfect setup. We have the perfect timing in for everything. And now we're able to work towards Netflix, which is the goal, which is the, the goal ultimately with the Poetry Party is to be able to, very similar to Deaf Poetry Jam, we want to be able right. to provide a dope platform that is quality, that looks good for local talent, local artists to be able to see worldwide. That's mm. you want people to be able to see them world because that's the artists in Baltimore. You just said it. The artists in Baltimore are good enough. Like Granny, yeah. come. We 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 invite out of state people. Y'all can come. Everybody can come. But the people here in this city deserve a platform like that, and so that's what we want. And now we have the. So I'm grateful that he saw something in me three years ago. I'm grateful mm. that he was patient with me. I'm grateful that I was able to foster a business relationship that could last three years, even for mm. us to be able to pick back up now because it's not always easy no nope. and we work together and um we both have a very similar dream we're both executive producers we both are going in on this together and it just it feels good so wow wow relationships relationships yeah yeah relationships treating people forever. right and not burning bridges yeah being honest having integrity that's 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 dope that's awesome that is awesome man and um uh, I, I give you your flowers, man. Doing something weekly is is a beast, and it looks like you are handling it. You know, um, I am. yeah, I am. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I'll tell you this: something that started off as a hobby, because when I first started, I definitely mm -hmm. was I was daycare provider. I was still an entrepreneur, but I was full time daycare. When COVID hit, my daycare shut down. So mm. poetry party became my full-time job. So now it's a full-time business. Gotcha. You know, it's got all the numbers and everything behind it. Like it's legit now. So um, I'm very, very proud of it. And it's um, now it's got my full attention. So nice. yes, it's, it's where it was a little bit of a burden before. Cause it was like, I was trying to juggle. Yeah. Now, juggle. It's like, now it's like, like poet life. So now right, right, right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. We, um, we got to brainstorm. We got to brainstorm some projects and things. Uh, I think I think that would be awesome. Uh, that's that's one thing. That's one thing I truly believe in, and that's that's partnerships and collaborations. Absolutely. You know, same. Yeah. same. Yeah. I would not be here if it wasn't for relationships. 
Yeah, I yeah. They, they say if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. go together. You know? Yeah, most definitely. And uh, I'm so glad that we were able to make this thing happen. Right. So what, what, what told you or who told you that you could do this? I know you said the gentleman said that you could do this, but like, what was it really that said, okay, I can start my own platform, you know, cause you were hosting other persons or other people's platforms, right? Uh, or, or events. Yeah, well, I was, I was hosting other people's events and I was, I, I was hosting my own events. All right, so to answer your question, cause the initial question, like who told me I can start my own platform? I, the answer to that actually doesn't start with the poetry party. It actually starts with Sister Sessions. So Sister Sessions was my very first platform I ever started. Okay. So Sister Sessions was another event that I ran for three years. And um, it was a, it started off as bi-weekly and then it became monthly. Then it got so big, really, that it became quarterly. And it was a it's a women's networking platform. So it was designed to showcase female artists and showcase female entrepreneurs. So it was literally a collaboration of art and business, women and mm. art and business, and it was amazing. Mm. Um, I'm saying was like, it doesn't exist. It still very much exists, but right. you I'm sure can imagine what it's like to juggle multiple things. But when I started that platform, that platform I actually started because um, I wanted to be a part of my own solution, if that made sense. Like yeah. I literally remember scrolling through Facebook one day and it just seemed like for whatever reason, this particular day, it was just a lot of people complaining on my timeline, like a lot. And I just was like a lot of women. And I just was like, I wish it was like a platform that women could just go to and just vent and heal together without the negativity. And just it could be positive and it gets to be black. And I'm just saying all these things and I'm just like, just create it, like just do it. And so I remember I still have the video. I posted like a call to action. My locks were like little baby locks at the time. <laughs> and I was just like, look, I'm looking for some positive women who are interested in doing some positive things. I don't know what yet, but if you're like, just I'm having interest me and I had an interest meeting and then it just grew from there. So when mm. I say the poetry party is an extension of that, because the person who recommended me to host at the, the particular venue where I started the poetry party is a DJ is a female DJ who rock with me at Sister Sessions, who work with me, who's, you know, so it's that constant like, oh, you've had me, now I got you kind of thing. Right. And so um, it was just dope. Now, as far as like hosting my own poetry platform, I didn't need anybody to give me permission for that, honestly. Like right. the first time I've ever like hosted a poetry open mic, like even when I was doing arts and culture, which is the open mic I did with the same production team I work with now back right. in 2018, it was so natural. It was so, it was, it was probably the easiest thing I've ever done. So my confirmation comes from the people. Like when people come to me afterwards and they say, you're such a great host or, oh my gosh, you had such a good time or this is such a vibe. I can't wait to come back. That's mm. my permission. That's my, oh, you can, because honestly, in a city like Baltimore where art is so deeply rooted and you got right. legends from here, like it's not easy to just come out here and just start a platform and think right. someone's gonna respect it and someone's gonna like, you know, so it took consistency and it took work, but um, the permission I think came from the people, if, if right. anybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's that's dope, that's dope. Um, 
So were you always at that venue? No, 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 no. So we actually, we were first, first we start with the poetry party. So I was at a number of venues, um, but the poetry party specifically started off at a venue called Noir and we were there for seven months. And then when the pandemic hit and the restaurants closed, we no longer were there anymore. Um, then when we went virtual, I was streaming from home for about March, April, May. And then June, July, August, we were literally mobile. Like we would find different outdoor spaces that mm. have open mics. We did it on the waterfront. We've done it in the hood. We've done it in people's backyards. Like we literally were like finding any kind of way to like host. Cause our main goal was like, we said we would be here every Wednesday. We gotta be here every Wednesday and people showed up every Wednesday. So, wow. um, and then in August, of 2020 that was our one year anniversary that's where we um we found the garage because the, the space was big enough to hold us we could social distance we could space everybody out we could follow cdc guidelines and when we had it there for our anniversary everyone was like i think this is our new home so we really yeah really we just been is it a cover charge how does that work you said is it what is it a cover charge yeah so it's ten dollars um to get in whether you're performing or a spectator um you can choose to be a live studio audience member because that's what it is at this point because it's a live studio audience. Or you can be um, a performer. If you would like a copy of your footage, it's an extra $25, which is super affordable and it's like a steal. But, right. um, and you get it, you usually get it in about 14 days and it's it'll be edited, it'll have your name, it'll have a logo on it, it'll be just your performance with the credits at the end. It's pretty cool. So, right. um, and it's only $10. Yeah. Like I know open mics that cost more than me, that cost more than mine. It's a whole lot less and a whole lot sure. less safe. But um, you know, I just I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be able to keep the numbers down and keep it affordable because I wanted to be. You know what I mean? I right. want people to be able to come. I want people to be able to afford it, and I want them to be able to enjoy themselves while they're there. I want right. them to be able to support the vendors, buy drinks, buy food. I'm not trying to break you at the door. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So, what what all goes into putting on a weekly event? So, we recently condensed our process. We're trying to like streamline it, perfect it, make it better. But as of now, um, the poetry party is about a two to three day process. So mm. we have our Wednesdays, of course, where all the magic happens. Right. But Thursdays consist on Thursdays consist of like a recap. So we usually have. We watch the footage, we pick the artists that we want to keep on the show, we, we pick the artists that we want to fine tune and we may want to polish. We have performance and development, we want to put them through. So that happens on Thursdays. Um, Thursdays also involve dinner. We are some, one of us always cooks. We always have like dinner, whoever's house hosts, we host the meeting and we try to keep it like fun and family, like feed each other and stuff too. Right. So it's awesome. And then on those Thursday meetings, we also set goals. So we'll set one individual goal, one collective goal for the group. And then on Monday morning, I mean, Monday afternoon, we will follow up. So Monday meetings are like Zoom meetings. Thursday meetings are in person. But mm. Monday meetings, so then Monday, we follow up on those action items from the Thursday goals. And then we prepare for the Wednesday show. So it's work, but it's awesome. So everyone has their individual roles and we all know what we're responsible for. And we kind of just pick up where we all need to. Nothing is like, the greatest thing I love about the team is like, nothing is like mandated. So it's not like, oh my gosh, if you're late for a meeting, we're going to like punish you, you know? Right, it's right. Like everybody cares enough 
to be responsible and do what they're supposed to do. I'm talking about a year of this. Like, I don't have to, like, reprimand. There's, like, I've tried really hard not to create that hierarchy. Granted, I'm still, we all have our times. I have my moments where I get accused of being a boss. Right. I'm sure that's a part of the, it's a part of the pie. Yeah. um, Ultimately, I really do want to create, like, a a cohort of businesses. Like, you're your own brand. Like, we're only as strong as we are are individually. So, um, everybody has their roles. And because their roles directly benefit them, they want they they take care of them and we show up for each other on Wednesdays and it's it's amazing. So um I keep telling myself I wanna like record it like the behind the scenes just so like people could see everything right. that goes into it because it really is pretty fascinating. Like when you walk in there at six o'clock and the space is empty and then by seven thirty it's the poetry party. Like mm. it's awesome. Is there a DJ? Yes we have DJ we have DJ focus uh that's with the Q he's Probably the best DJ you've never heard if you've never heard him before. Oh yeah. my goodness, he's amazing. And he's been, he's literally been my DJ for years. So mm. when I did arts and culture, he was my DJ. When I hosted all these different shops around town, he was my, like, he's my guy. So I'm honored mm. to be able to have this platform with him because we've shared so many other stages. So now we shine and it's like, thanks for sticking with me because we went. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's cool. Right. Right, so between between the artist's performances, he'll he'll turn on the music. Yep, yep. So he he plays music in between artists. He the thing I like about him most is he listens to the show. So mm. if if you have a particular poem or someone does something that reminds mm. him of a song, he's gonna play a song. Um, he 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 likes to engage with the comedian. So throughout the comedic set, sometimes he'll do little drops to like just make the show better. Um, I've also newly appointed him as a co-host, so I'm trying to like work on his nice. speaking elements and stuff like that because he's a great DJ, but he don't talk too much. Right. So, uh, just polishing him in, in ways that right. he, he needs to be polished. So, um, and he's getting better. He's on Twitch now. He's verified on Twitch because he's been doing it every day because that consistency. Um, and he's amazing. He uh, he also has like this great setup where he first of all his investment in himself is above par above par well branded head to toe everything but also his equipment top of the line equipment like he don't cut corners he bought himself this stand like a dj stand it has like a tv on it so you can see like he advertises throughout the night all the services he provides outside services like i love it like i'm here for it all so that's awesome um, yeah he's a great dj great dj he's like the total package right right okay so what what how many how many people are you looking at in at, at the at, at what's a sold out event for so, you all? Um, we got different numbers, right? Because of COVID yeah. and CDC, right, right. So, um, up until maybe whenever this new mandate came out, a sold out event would be like fifty people. Nice. So we would bring fifty people out regular, like on a regular. Yeah. Sometimes maybe a little, sometimes more, sometimes a little. More. So right now we've we're sold out is probably like seventy five comfortably for me. The number's higher for them, but when I think about like seatings and again still social distancing, still where you like I'm not trying to get shut down. There's a right. reason we've been sustained. Um, we have had no issues. You know what I mean? I've been COVID free this entire time. Like I'm yeah. that way. So, right. Um, <laughs> I want to keep it that way. But um, we could probably get like the goal moving into the season. 
is a hundred people a night. That's the goal. Nice. So. Nice. Now you spoke of seasons. Yes. What does a season look like? What's the so time span? It's like the six months. And um over the course of the six months, what we want to do is we want to provide internships to artists. So mm. you come to the poetry party, you have unlimited opportunity to perform on a weekly basis. You go through performance and development. You learn where you want to learn. Attach yourself to the roles you want to attach yourself to because it's not just poetry. You might want to be a host. You might want to be a photographer. You might want to be a videographer. You want to might be audio engineer. You might want to be a sound engineer, a DJ. So we have all these roles that we are teaching other people. So it's a six-month program and you kind of, kind of go through it. So um, mm. where... You might, you know how you might watch like a reality show and you'll see some people from season one and then season two, it might be some people from the last season, but new people too. So it's right. similar to that. So each one, people can decide if they want to stay, if they want to continue, take another six months with it, or if they want to do something else. But the goal is while you're here with us, at the very beginning, I need to know what you want out of this, what you need out of this. And then at the end of the six months, you will have accomplished whatever it is that you, and these are tangible mm. things. The tangible thing. So be, um, because we have the production, because we have the, the resources, the services that we have, we want to know exactly what you need as an artist. Do you need a music video? Do you need to get your music license? Do you need to learn about ASCAP? Do you need to, like, do you need to get it published? Do you, are you writing a book? Are you a poet? Do you need it published? Do you need to edit it? What is it that's keeping you from the next step? So we're nice. going to do that in the next six months. So we're trying to be more than just an open mic platform for artists, but actually a platform to like really, really grow artists. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. You said comedian. That's the first. I didn't know you had comedians. Oh, yeah. We have comedians. We have singers. We have all kinds of people. I mean, we I've, I've had people come and do monologues. I've had people... I've had some strange things happen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an open stage, so it is an open mic. It's a party. It's a collective of all different kinds of art. Um, I've even had people, someone come and do martial arts to music before. So, um, wow. yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Okay. You never okay. know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. Now I understand when you say <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense now. Um, because before I was like, Okay, because you you also said that you know they have unlimited um, stage time. If you not unlimited stage time, but like amounts of time uh, times that they can be on the stage throughout the six months. Um, so, so what does the artist development look like? So artist development looks like so it's very new. Um, all of these things are newly rolled out, newly to be rolled out if okay. they haven't already been rolled out. So the way the artist development will look is one, we're not trying to be artist managers. Like I'm not trying to like pretend okay. something that I'm not at all. I want to help artists manage their processes. A lot of time our, a lot a lot of us want to be entrepreneurs but we're really not equipped to do so. Like not fully right. fully. And right. it's just even myself, I have processes that my team help me manage and vice versa. So we want to help artists manage their processes. So our, our development will come from literally finding out what it is that you lack in, what opportunities that you need, and, and fine-tuning and polishing those as well as whatever your, your, your strengths are as well. So if you're a poet, or and, and, and a lot of it, I imagine our target customer mainly will be a lot of new poets, a lot of people who are just trying to get out there, or pe sometimes people who've been there a while but 
sometimes people have been there while it's hard to to learn. So, but right. um, listen, but you know, we here for everybody. We if you're ready, we're here for you. But sure. ideally, we want to be um, we want to help you manage your processes, and so we want you to come to classes essentially where you will practice your poetry, practice in you'll be helped on content, you'll be helped on performance, or whatever it is you want to be helped on. If you don't want to be helped on content, but you might want to be helped in performance, I'm not going to force you to take my content advice. You're a poet, you're an artist. Right. right. But if you're just like, you know what, just teach me how to walk the stage, or teach me how to use the space, or teach me how to use the mic, because a lot of people don't even know how to hold a microphone properly. Yeah. So providing these, instead of just letting anybody get on the stage and not be their greatest that they could be, really help them be great so then when the show comes and we're streaming they're like where did all these great talented artists come from everyone's so polished everyone's because so, we work with them so that's what artist development is going to look like wow wow that's dope that's dope i didn't man you're just opening a whole can of <laughs> like this is what's going on okay yeah, I, yeah. I i just thought it was an open mic and <laughs> Wow, that's dope. That's dope. So, where do you see Poetry Party going, right? What's the end game? The end game is um, international. The end game is definitely um, TV, for sure. Um, mm. The end game, I, I, I want to say Netflix, but I believe we could be so much bigger. Like, who knows? Who knows where sure. the world is going? But I know my goal is to be Netflix, Netflix equivalent to provide this platform on an international basis for local artists to be seen and heard worldwide. Like it's happening. It's happening because it's good enough. We are good enough. And um, I think it's time. I think poetry is due for this. I think the, like you said, the poetry industry is due. We've mm -hmm. had you know great movements with um, the young lady who spoke at the inauguration. We've had Amanda movies Jones. in a lot of different areas and there's poetry and movies and different albums, you know, Kanye, different people have done it, but right. what we're about to do, us, yeah. you included, yeah. as a collective. For sure. Yeah, the industry hasn't seen yet. So I'm excited to be a part of it. And I'm excited that the Poetry Party validates this for me every week because this, yeah. is, big. this, is, a, this is a big dream. So I I needed to like constantly like reemphasize itself, but it does. It does every That's, week. That is awesome. So classes is that on zoom how's that look what's so how's that operate? classes will be provided on zoom as well as of right now we're just working with the artists who are actually coming to perform at our events so okay. eventually it will evolve into something that we can just provide for people to just help them wherever you are but as of right now we want to help and polish people who want to perform and who want to be seen who want to be on the screen who want to be on the show and just fine tune and start there so that's where we're at everything's in person right now okay okay cool cool so with do you perform as well when you're hosting i do i do i usually um sometimes i'll open um i, I have an outro that i love to do at the end of all the shows but um um you just never know what you're gonna get from me you never yeah. know <laughs> but i do i do typically perform every night I love it. I love poetry, so I have to like you know I gotta put my little piece into. Yeah, well you gotta. I mean, why not? You know, it's your platform. Exactly. You know, yeah. And sometimes um, I need to. I need to use it. I I need to use the whole. Like, I'm like, right. I'm like, at least 
I'm about to switch over. I need y'all to show some love for the poet. Keisha right. Ass. Like I need this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um. You know. You utilize your own platform. Absolutely. You know, because I get it. You know, for me, this isn't for me. This is this is for the community. This is for the industry. You know, if if I could do what I do behind the scenes, I would. Mm. And I've tried for the longest. Um but I was stunting my growth in the process, you know, having to uh, depend on others, you know, and um, wait. And, and so I was just like, okay, all right. All right. Okay, cool. So let's, let's, let's do it. I'll be the host. I'll, you know, so um, I, I had to fight with that for some time, you know, cause this, I'm not interested in the camera. I'm not interested into the lights. You know, it's just, that's just not who, who I choose to be. Um, right. but, but I really appreciate the, I guess the push, if you will, because now cool. that I'm in the seat, I'm like, okay, I know, I know how to maneuver now. You know what I mean? Cause I know what I want to see. You know, yep. so yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I understand that, and it's definitely a push. And being in that seat will definitely push you. So yeah, because I mean, you know, you you don't want to be in the same place a year from now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like you said, you continue to push your people. You want to continue to push your platform as well. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And I okay. want to just grow and then everybody around me is just right here like what sense does that make like right if i'm growing and, and they growing and we all growing then i'm just gonna grow more we all just gonna grow more like yeah yeah so definitely just better finding people who think like that as long as you i know that's the part the that's the part yeah that's the part because you know it's it's better when you have multiple brains operating you know, and you get to bounce your ideas off others as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. What kind of ideas do your does your team present to you that you didn't think of? Oh wow! Um, so the surveys was one of my team's ideas. Like we should do a survey. Um, so we have it so where customers can do a survey on their phone, and it's like automatic app. It's super easy. Um, one another one of my teammates suggested that we have a um, contact free sign up list. So now we have an app where people can sign the open mic list and it gives them their time and they know when they're up and it alerts them when it's almost their turn. Like it's like genius. Um, what else wasn't my idea? Um, to theme the nights. So we have theme nights. We have like a fire pit night. Wasn't my idea where people bring their most fire pieces. It's like you come and it's like lit all night. Um, all the lights are red that night. It's just, it's really dope. They come up with all kinds of stuff. Like, they come up with all kinds of stuff. So it's really cool. Um, I'm sure if I continue, like, um, my one of my teammates actually designed our logo. So even that's cool. Another one of our teammates prints all our shirts um, uh, and our face masks and stuff. Like, it's a collective. It really is a collective. It really. So is. you all are printing T-shirts and also selling T-shirts at the party? Yep. Nice. And, mask. and we're working on some other things too. So like this is one of the masks. This is my mask. I don't know if you can see it, but it's like where's my camera? So like Keisha Lioness. Um 
and it's my shirt. But like they print all of these and sell them at the at the event. So so that's that's the logo for the party or no that's no this is logo. my personal logo. Gotcha. Peace and Lioness logo. Gotcha. But the the logo you see it behind behind us. Yes. The the yeah. rectangular. Yeah. Nice. The neon lights. Yeah. And um, we just work it. So we have um, and he designed team logos. So everyone on our team has a logo. Um, and he designs them. And so um, even with the websites, like all of us don't have websites, but he, all of us almost have websites. Like they're almost done. But like we're literally making sure everyone has the things that we need. Um, so we can sell. So we can grow. So we can build. Like it's. It's pretty cool. So we're, right. we're starting with ourselves. So when people, when, when we're helping other people, we can be like, look, this is what we've done. Exactly. So. Yeah. You you can't be teaching somebody and you don't even have exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's so good. That is that is so good that you're becoming the example. Trying. You know, <laughs> and, and, and becoming the example and then giving examples so many people give examples without becoming the example. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I can appreciate that, that level of, uh, of intentionality. Um, that is, man, this is, I thought we were going to talk about your event and thing about, you know, about you, what you got going on, but like, this is a whole operation that I didn't even know about. Yeah, it's definitely an operation. <laughs> it's definitely an operation. You know, so you were speaking about what you should do as far as documenting the process. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'd be a good idea to create another internship for whether it's a college student or whoever, but for that person to be on your your calls and in-person meetings um, and just behind the scenes so they can be your your camera person. I like that idea. I like yeah. that idea. And I actually have my list of intern opportunities in the same book. I'm just going to. Yeah. Ask. You know, that would that would be awesome. And, and just, you know, on a weekly basis, put that put those put that uh, those, those clips together. And because it doesn't have to be super movie like, you know, right. behind the scenes, you know, documentary type style. Um, people just want to see what you all do on the on 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 behind the scenes. And I I never knew that you all had the the classes, the artist development, you know. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the industry of, right there. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like a poetry label. <laughs> yeah, no, really. You know, but, but it's awesome. Like, I listen, I, I'm here for it. I'm here. But for that's it. what it takes, though. You know what I mean? Like doing, doing things that are different. Mm-hmm. You know, doing what the other industries are doing, but for poetry. Mm-hmm. What works? What works? What works? You know, it's like you ask a question: How do you become a professional poet? Well, how does one become a, a, a professional rapper? Mm-hmm. They obviously write. You know, they rehearse, they practice, but they also 
invest in themselves. I don't care if they're good or bad. They still save up some money and make a video, whether it's in their backyard or in their house. You know what I'm saying? Like Chief Keith, his yep. hottest video was at his house. I think he was on house arrest. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna just invite my folks over and we're gonna shoot this video. And that drink went crazy. And that's how it is. Like you have, but you have a lot of times we think, whether you're a poet or you're anything, we think that the world's just gonna hand us an opportunity. No, that's not how it works. It's not. You have to do the work and then you have to keep doing the work and keep doing the work. And then you have to not get picked and not get picked again. Not get picked again. And then you know what I mean? Like you have to keep like it's a lot. And then you begin the process of like your journey and your destiny and where you're supposed to be. So like if you want to be a professional poet, you can't think you could just write like you could just write a book and like Oprah could just happen to pick it up and it could just, you know, right. Maybe I'm not gonna tell you right. that that's not gonna happen because I don't know the future. Sure. But you're probably gonna have to put some work in. Yeah. Like a lot yeah. of work. Like a lot of work. Yeah. Like anybody else. You know, you just said something. You said the not being chosen, not being picked. That's a key component to success. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be willing to work past and work through not being picked. So many people give up when they don't get picked. I can't believe I got that high opportunity. I'm better than that person. I'm not, I ain't doing this no more. That's, That's it. it. That's it. Like you have to be willing to do that a few times. And still, once even you think you deserve it, it's still a good couple times that you still might not. You know what right. I mean? And it's just staying consistent through that. Um, and being able to understand, see your own value and create your own value and just push and push and push and push and push. Right. If, like, you, if, if you really want it. If you really want it, but that like, that'll, that'll determine if you want it or not. It'll show. It will certainly mm. show. Success. You know, not, not being picked or can't find what you're looking for will push you to create what you what you're looking for. Absolutely. Because that was my that was my thing. You know, I was like, okay, how do I create or how how do I make money in poetry? Mm-hmm. You know, even outside of performing, because you know, I, I you know I don't I don't have an affinity for performance. You know, I'm I'm a page poet, you know? Okay. And and so I was like, okay, if I'm not performing, how do I how do I do that? You know, and so my father told me once, he was like, all right, you know, I get it, you know, that's that's just not your stick, you know, you you rather not perform. Um, but what if you partnered with those who have a passion for the stage mm-hmm. and gave them the script, which is the poem, right? You match passion for passion and then you create some magic that way. And I was like, man. So that was my first introduction to doing something outside of the box. You know? That's actually really cool. Like, I wish I had more, um, like, experience 
reading other people's poems because mm. you get something different when you when you're like expressing even even right. having someone else read my poetry like i've never had i, I like i've never had that so that's mm. interesting. that's right yeah well think of it this way a a, a songwriter and a singer mm-hmm. it's the same difference you know yeah. what i mean sure. you know like the songwriter they may be able to sing but yeah. You know, they, they, they sell off their, their, their songs that they wrote. Hmm. Now, yeah. see, I, I'm a great editor. Like, I, I could take your poem and make it performance ready. Mm. I can do that. But um, still for you, though, like, I don't, that's probably the closest I've done to anything, like, yeah. reading someone else or writing for someone else, is I can, like, yeah. help you with your pronouns. So I, I, I have the skill set to write in other people's voices mm. so i can i can write a poem with the voice of a woman like i've done that before all i need is to have a great conversation with you mm-hmm. for you to tell me you know what basically what the direction is what what are the what's the language you know what i'm saying and and you would think that that person wrote it wow that's impressive yeah. Yeah, so so I, I I've written for weddings, I've written for funerals more than you know I would choose to, um, but um, yeah, no, I I just want poets to know that poetry is so much more than just writing a poem. It's, it's deeper than poetry, right? You know what I mean? Like 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 poetry is so much more than a poem. You know. If you think about, especially when it comes to the industry, if you think about a company and and you're talking about marketing, they hire copywriters, people who write copy, right? The captions, the the introductions to whatever, the product captions and stuff like that. Um, But what better person to hire than someone that's great with words. You see what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. So so when when you start opening your mind, like, okay, all right, I can do, I can do so much more with my skill set of of wordplay, you know, then I become more valuable. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. Yeah. I feel like Prior to me being an entrepreneur, I'm almost positive that my wordplay and my skill set got me every job opportunity I've ever had, every promotion, every any anything. Like I could literally talk, speak my way into anything, mm-hmm. um, any opportunity, and um, it was great. And even when I when I was working in corporate America. <laughs> I, I got a lot out of it. Like I learned a mm. lot. Like I basically put myself through like corporate college. Like I took so much information from those companies and I'm able to apply it like to my, my personal like business. And it's awesome. But I know for a fact that gift of gab got me there. Cause it, I didn't go to college. It wasn't no credentials. Like, and I was me, I was like operation manager and HR manager. I mean, like really doing the job, like at like right. 23 years old, doing a great job. Um, but again, just that, that willingness and that, um, ability to be able to talk and speak, I don't take it for granted because there's so many people are like, 
stage fright is like I think it's like the number one like fright, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. even past death. Exactly. Like people are afraid to speak in people. That's crazy. Yeah. Listen, Keith the Lion asks, man, you gave so much value in this episode. Uh the information, the revelation. Um, because I just didn't know. I didn't know it was so much more than what we see on Instagram. You gotta show that. Yeah, I should. I definitely should. Yeah, like the, the performances are, are awesome, obviously. Yeah, but I had no clue. Like for real, and and allowing people to see all of what goes on behind the curtains will show them and teach them even even the more because um i'm sure some people like i want to do an open mic all right but how do i do that mm-hmm. you know or i want to do an open mic uh and think that it's simple mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yep yeah yeah yeah, and we want, I want to be ultimately. I want to be able to help people do that as well. Because um, while we have been the only open mic for some time because of COVID, I realize that like open mics are starting to come back out. And what we don't want to have, what we want to happen, is everyone who's doing it to do it right, especially at a time like this. So while all other open mics are planning to open, we even know Busboys and Poets is coming to Baltimore soon. Um, right. I really want to be able to share the information that we have the things that we've learned so that they can not they can be sustainable but they can also not mess it up for us if right. that makes sense. Right. Like, we've been doing it right we just want everyone to do it right um we've invested in things like mic covers so each artist when you're sharing a microphone like that's you know it's kind of disgusting so every artist get a mic cover you have to use the mic cover when you come I just bought a case of Lysol. Like, it's just, it's things, it's money, it's stuff invested. Like, I have to buy mic covers every month. Like, I have to get Lysol. I have to buy wipes. I have to buy soap. I have to make sure I got batteries for the temperature check and so we can check temperatures at the door. I have to make sure people are, like, it's a lot of work. You know, there there are things that we haven't even talked about. So, um, I want to be able to help others, you know, do open mic right, open mics right as well. Um, we're really just really trying to fine tune this thing and and make sure it's um, sustainable because right. we make sure we're here for people. You want to be, you want to continue to be the example. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Take care, home first. Absolutely. I got you. I got you. Keith, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Thank I, look, you. I appreciate this. I folks really don't even know what time it is right now. It's ten thirty at night. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm grateful and thank yeah. you for having me. It's been um a roller coaster of a month for me. So I'm excited for it to be April and for it to be National Poetry Month. Thank you, Christoph. Thank you, Poet Life. I appreciate this like a lot. So thank you. Most definitely. And you know, you'll know we'll we'll definitely connect and and see where we can collide and collab. And um everybody, it's the Poet Life Podcast. Uh, for all of what we have going on, go to thepoetlife.com. If you want the gear, go to poetlifegear.com. Check out everything that we have going on. But check out Keith the Lioness. Check out what, what's the Instagram for Poetry Party? 
So the poetry party is the poetry party Baltimore on Instagram. We also have a Google business page. So if you type in Google, the poetry party, our, our page will come up. You'll see reviews. You'll see photos. You'll see information on how to get tickets and all that stuff. Man, I got to do that. Yeah. You got to get a Google business page. <laughs> I'm telling wow. you, when you see this? Baltimore and you type in open mic or anything like that, the poetry party is going to come up. Do you have to be a physical location? So you do to... have to have a physical location. Now, all you you don't have to be at that physical location per se, but you okay. have to like you're gonna have to your business has to have because they're gonna mail you something and you have to verify okay. it. Yeah, that's it. Well, I thought it was more so. I thought that you had to have a like a place where people come to have a Google business page, but you don't. I think so. Wait, so you, you don't have a place at all? No. Okay, all yeah, I'm mobile. Like, you know what I mean? I so mean, I feel like you probably, I don't know. I have to find out. I, I would imagine because, you know, I, I think I know mobile services. Yeah. Yeah. That you, could, you could definitely have a Google business page. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm when sure I get I'm off sure. here, I'm jumping on Google and I'm going to get, get a Google and it's for sure. And, I, and I'm going to tap in. I'm going to let you know what my page is. Let me know. <laughs> let me know. I'll give you a review. I appreciate you. It's the Poor Life Podcast. Everybody have an awesome day. Have a uh, Well, I guess the day's over for us. Um, <laughs> have an awesome rest of the week. It's the Poor Life Podcast. Christoph writes, we're out. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com.